the college football experience week four reaction show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the game time app. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Play underdog pick them in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter in one game. Yes. Plus every Sunday they're giving away a hundred K Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to a, uh, $500, folks. What are you doing? Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. from a ballroom in a ballroom being a strong word here uh, in a, uh, a, a, a Hampton Inn. I was about to say a Hilton garden in Hampton Inn in Laramie, Wyoming. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby swing database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when Dundee happened he was a superstar I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping I would have killed a normal man but nah, nah, that's gone the medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning pretend it never happened and get on with your life I am a Hampton Inn guy right? give me that free cookie let's go alright Hilton Garden is a little too nice for yeah. us I'm not trying to garden. All right, what's going on here? All right, and we're a little late on the reaction show front, but doesn't mean we're still not going to give you quality content straight from God's country. I think they say that. I don't know. It might be West Virginia. But I am joined by my co one of my co-hosts. Uh, this guy, uh, he was cherry bond with me, and uh, look. Uh, this guy is the DFS guy himself. I'm, I got to ask him how he did on DFS because I don't think I've had a chance to do that this trip yet, but uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock, giving farmer, farmer, earned a basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on? I mean, how are you doing on the DFS front? Because I know I won my fantasy football game. What up? Cody Zeeb. 
Right? <laughs> you took down the uh, previously three and zero Cody Z. That's what happens when I, I still didn't have all my players play? Still right. didn't have all my players play. Didn't need them. Yeah, sometimes uh, you just don't need it. But let's not let's not talk DFS. Ah, okay. I no, know what that let's, means. Let's talk eight and four. Of my locks. Woo! Talk all about right. hey. I also had a win a week five and four. All right. Did eat shit on a on a substantial better two, but. Let's open things up with the the reason why we're in Wyoming. All right. I know you wanted to see Cheyenne because of all those classic movies, but really we're here for the Wyoming Cowboys. The Appalachian state Wyoming game, I think might've been the best game of the day. I mean, I know there's the Notre Dame, Ohio state argument, which seems like that was uh we'll get there. But uh, folks, if you did not watch this game, I mean, I had App State. I'm sorry, I had Wyoming minus two and a half against App State, <laughs> and I don't know how I pulled this out. This is one that magic. Uh, someone, someone, uh, you know, shot me a uh, a DM saying App State got App Stated by Wyoming. A block kick for touchdown. I mean, the whole game was wacky. But what was your experience overall with? With Laramie and and uh, the the crowd and and the game in general, fantastic. This is small town college football that we love. Shout out to uh, Austin and Mandy for uh, you know being so hospitable and giving us Gavin tickets. Too. Gavin, and too. Gavin too, yeah, Don't, yeah Gavin yeah. as well. So well, we had a blast with them. Really nice folks. The game was awesome. the uh, The atmosphere was awesome. It was electric. And uh, yeah, I mean, App State outplayed them for you know th- at least three quarters of that game, if not more. But in the clutch. Wyoming made plays and they always find a way to win in Laramie. And yesterday was no exception. Yeah. And to their credit, even when, when at, when app state was the parts of the game, when app state was outplaying them, they were settling for field goals. The only touchdown app state got was on a pick six. So the Wyoming defense was bend but don't break. And then uh, they have the game winning interception uh, as well as the, the block kick special teams. I told you this, we were watching the game. I said, Craig bowl teams, always well-coached special teams. That was the difference. Beamer ball out here in the, in the West. Let me tell you, it gets a little windy. It gets a little chilly out here in Wyoming. It does. It does. And I like it. I like it. That's football weather, baby. It's that's true. that's the way it's supposed to be but coming from North Carolina. I don't know if I was quite ready for it. True. And I, I was one of these California sissies too, but I was ready for it. I was ready for it. Oh yeah. We, we both might've got hot chocolates in the third quarter. Yeah. They're like, you, you want, you want to do some Jaeger bombs? I was like, no, you got any hot chocolate um, stuff like that. But uh Folks, look, we're going to go game by game, but obviously Laramie, I highly recommend it to people. Uh, if they can get out to, to a game in Laramie, it's awesome. That stadium war Memorial, the war, they call it. I think one of the best stadiums in college football. So check it out. Uh, but look, we're going to get, we're going to go through all the games, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. We're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the college football and NFL action with great offers every single day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you doing folks? Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. All right. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. So, I mean, look, uh, I can tell you, what are we doing today? NFL? Do we got an NFL one you like? Let me go. Let me go. Let me quickly uh, help out. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say for the NFL, let's uh, let's lay the seven and a half with the Baltimore Ravens at home. I know it's chalky, even though my boy Gardner Minshew's playing and not, not a, uh, AR 15. Although you got to watch the NFL might suspend you for saying that. Um, 
but yeah, I, I like that play. Look, football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now, sign up with the promo code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the National Football League. Once again, with the promo code SGP, the crown is yours, people. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for detail and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. And forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and theater, and more. And they have the game time guarantee, which is fantastic. It means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets uh, in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply, create that account, redeem that code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back on the college football experience week four reaction show. And we're going to start with, I'm just going to, I'm going to go right into Thursday. Oh, okay. Georgia state, Georgia state takes down coastal Carolina 30 to 17. I I've been very, very wrong on Georgia state this year. I thought Sean Elliott, this might be the demise of Sean Elliott. No, he is uh, undefeated. And that's another one, the Sun Belt. So if you're looking for that group of five, darling, unfortunately two schools that we really thought could have been those darlings or maybe three schools, but uh, Tulane, Michael Pratt's out in the biggest game, right? He misses that game. He's back now, but you're yeah. talking about the old Miss game. Yeah. And also you could make a case. Andrew Peasley missed the Texas game for Wyoming. There was another one too that uh wait, who was the third third team I was thinking of? There? Ohio. Yeah. Nathan Rourke. No, Curtis Rourke. Uh missed the San Diego State game. Played the played what one drive or two drives and, yeah. and looked really good in that very limited action before he went out with the injury. So all three of those teams might have had a shot at running the table. Uh, had they had they not had their their star quarterback out, but you still have Fresno State, who's beaten two Power Fives on the road. You still have Marshall, which we'll get to. We'll, you still have James Madison, and then you still have Georgia State. Impressive thirteen point win in Conway, South Carolina. We were on this money line, but I'm curious where you think uh, the Panthers are. Are you know? Do you think they're the best team in the Sun Belt? Well, three of those teams you just just mentioned are not only Sun Belt but Sun Belt East. Um, they're really playing good because Darren Granger is playing the best football of his life. The quarterback, he's always, you know, flash potential, but I think he's just playing with a greatest, a really a, a more consistent on a, on a game by game approach. And right now, I mean, you'd probably say he's playing the best out of any quarterback in the whole Sun Belt. So I do think the Sun Belt East is, is too difficult for anybody to run the table, but uh, Georgia state and that offense is just putting up points. They dominated coastal in Conway pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. And it was and, huge. And I think, you know, we were all on it also. So yeah, we yeah, definitely. Pat ourselves so, on the back here. Exactly. And uh, yeah, just a, a big time, big time uh, win there for Georgia state. We took them on the money line. Um, then we have Wisconsin Purdue on Friday. Whoa. What happened here? I think we, uh, 
I think we might have lost internet here, but we're still live recording the show. Um, Bear uh, with us. It's uh, we are at yeah. Hampton Inn in Laramie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on, but you look, we're we're recording. We could still do this without the uh, the YouTube angle here, as it seems like we might have lost internet. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's move along to uh, Wisconsin, Purdue, Wisconsin, thirty eight, Purdue seventeen. I did not see this one coming, as uh, as just a, a a big time big time win by the Wisconsin Badgers, who I thought were were quite terrible leading up to it. So Purdue, you know, I don't know how that makes me wonder even more about Virginia tech. Cause that was Purdue's lone win in Blacksburg. I don't think there's any more wondering about Virginia tech. They're a bad football team. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Wisconsin, what, what do you think? Wisconsin's like, they, they host Ohio state in a couple weeks. Do you think they're actually for real? Do you think that's just going to be just a uh, destruction? I don't know. I mean, I don't think Purdue's looked that very good either this year. This is the best Wisconsin's has, has looked. And whenever you go up into camp Randall, there's always a chance for an upset. It's not like Ohio state looked great. I mean, granted they were playing a very good Notre Dame team, but also like against Indiana, they didn't look that great. So I'd say there's an outside chance for an upset, but I think you got to favor the Buckeyes by double digits. Yeah, I would say too. So, so too. So Wisconsin gets the win. We were wrong in that. I ate a big old bag of shit on that one. Um, NC State 24, Virginia 21. We did not hit on this, but man, uh, uh, for our win total on NC State over six and a half, we're surviving in advance. What are they now? Three and one. And for the uh, under on UVA. Yeah. Three and one. And and yeah, Virginia, I would say they their next two weeks, they have what? BC and William and Mary. They must win both of those if they want to even be able to sniff because they got to hit four wins, right? It was three and a half. It was three and a half. I feel like they're playing a little bit better than I expected. I think the defense is chippy and I like Calandria. Look, he's a true freshman. He's going to throw some interceptions like we saw in the Maryland game, but the guy has a little bit of swag to him and uh, he's going to take shots down the field and he can, you know, make some players miss with his legs too. So uh, UVA may be a little bit better than we thought, but that's not saying much because we thought they were going to be possibly the worst team in the power five. Yeah. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, NC state, I still think we're going to be able to hit our over, but obviously it's looking a little that now NC state is going to play what Louisville this Friday. Yeah. How do you feel about that game? Not too good. It's in Raleigh, right? That will certainly help. But uh, Louisville coming off that big uh, Boston college win, which I'm sure we'll get to. They look better than NC state right now. NC state really hasn't looked good in any game this year. I mean, starting with Yukon, okay. Yeah. They they struggled to put them away. They got beat in the second half after the the rain break against Notre Dame big time. Um, and then just to barely pull away in Charlottesville against UVA, they don't look right. The offense isn't clicking as quickly as we thought it would under an eye. Yeah. So I think you have to have big question marks with NC State right now. Yeah, I agree. Let's move along to the next one. So look, I mentioned Fresno State as that I think everyone's thinking that's the team that can crash the, the, and get that group of five birth, two road wins at P fives. But also we mentioned JMU Marshall and Georgia state. There is another school out there. No one's talking about that is well, first off Liberty also undefeated, but also the air force Falcons as they go to San Jose, they were losing at halftime. They shut out San Jose state in the second half and end up winning by 25 points. John Lee Eldridge with a, an unbelievable run in this game. Uh, I mean, who's the best team in the, in the uh, mountain West? I still say Fresno right now, but Air Force might have something Wyoming to say about it. Wyoming might be in there too, man. Sure, yeah. This is, so this yeah. is the ninth straight win by Air Force, all by double digits. They seem to be getting no love from anybody, including yourself, even though you used to be a big Air Force guy. Yeah, well, Calhoun, he, he duped me. 
He doped me. <laughs> that was coach talk, man. Yeah. I don't lie. I mean, look, he's not getting a Christmas card from Dundee. Well, th- this was the game on Friday night that I got right. It wasn't a very good Friday for me, but I I was on Air Force here, so um, at least I was able to, whether they lane three and a half or so. Yeah, and yeah. they went by t- uh, 25. They were down Actually, at half. That might have yeah. closed like at five or six. I think it, it opened around three and a half. It might have closed up a little bit more, but Air Force took care of business in the second half. Either way, they got that dub, and then you have Boise took care of business at the snapper. Didn't cover. I was shocked by this one. Um, San Diego State fought hard, resiliently, and uh, almost won the game. Boise wins, though. Boise heads to Memphis this upcoming week. I don't know about Boise, man. They're certainly not as good as I expected this year either, and it starts with the quarterback. Tilan Green is, you know, his throwing hasn't come along as as much as I thought it would be year yeah, two. Yeah. He still has wheels. But as far as, you know, the passing attack is struggling right now. And it's going to be a very, you know, tough road test at Memphis. Yeah, 100%. And uh, they got the win, though. So, I mean, they now hold a winning percentage against every single team in the Mountain West. So, shout out to Boise because they were they were 500 against San Diego State. No longer the case uh, as they get that done. All right, let's move over to Saturday's action because Army was up. The Army was like shutting out Syracuse, I feel like, for almost the entire first half. Uh, and then uh, Syracuse made the adjustments. Rocky Long and uh, and, and the, the the Orange Men uh, figure this thing out. Dino Babers and them look—they're rolling. They're undefeated. They'll be hosting the Clemson Tigers in that filthy Carrier Dome. But what uh, what a nice come from behind win! I think they limited Army to six points in the second half. Defensive adjustments. I mean, your, a Syracuse. Your guy. Everyone's talking, you know, ACC schools like North Carolina and Duke. I mean, I get it. Syracuse resume is not amazing, but they keep winning by double digits, right? Well, Syracuse's best win was probably last week against Purdue and, and at Purdue. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, every week Purdue was showing themselves to be not a very good football team. We thought they were better because they went into lane and beat Virginia tech, but Virginia tech is now showing their true colors. Yeah. So, uh, but not for, for Syracuse to start off like this, it's a great start. And I think at home, you know, they, they've, they've played Syracuse close in the yeah. past, especially in the carrier dome or whatever they want to call it now. So uh, it'll be an interesting game to see if they can get it done against uh, Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. I'm loving the, the cues there. Uh, Tulsa beats Northern Illinois. I was pretty shocked with that outcome. I thought NIU would win. I mean, not super shocked because NIU sucks, but, uh, <laughs> but I still thought NIU was the better team. Not the case. Tulsa wins by eight in DeKalb. Uh Oklahoma, Cincinnati. This is a game that we barely covered. We had 14 and a half points. Um, and this was very frustrating. We didn't get to watch all of this game because, but while we were driving up from uh, Fort Collins to Laramie, you know, we're sitting there and I feel like we're refreshing our phones. Cincinnati has the ball in Oklahoma territory. And I know Patty C texted us like he was disgusted with this game. It felt like Cincinnati lived in Oklahoma territory, but only walked away with six points, whether it was, whether it was red zone interceptions by Emory Jones uh, or, you know, deflected passes that ended up picked or missed field goals. Cincinnati still covers, but man, I mean, I, I, I came away from this, if anything, thinking that I just don't buy into Oklahoma. Yeah. Jones was just uh 22 of 41 passing and he threw two picks. And, and even though they did live in Oklahoma's side of the field, they only put half six points. Yeah, in the whole game. Unbelievable. So, you know, Oklahoma's credit, credit undefeated. Venables, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, true. But um, Emory Jones, that's why I had question marks about Cincinnati because I was questioning how good of a quarterback he was. Uh, but uh, even though Oklahoma's four, no, they, they certainly look ripe for a loss. 
Um, I'm not sure when that maybe that's going to come against Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Oklahoma. Yeah. Where would you like? I'll ask you at the end. Let's go. Let's go. Florida state Clemson. This game was fucking insane. We did get to see this. Uh, I mean, I really feel like Florida state was very fortunate to get this win for sure. That that delayed linebacker or safety blitz that they did where I'm just baffled that club. Nick didn't see him. <laughs> he had like 10 minutes to see him running up. That was the game changing play. Clemson was about to take a 10 point lead, you know, to, you know, at least a 10 point lead. Maybe they score a touchdown on that drive. Who knows? Um, and that was in the deep into the fourth or not deep into the fourth, but like midway through the fourth, I feel like, and uh, you know, Florida state defensive touchdown. That was their only touchdown in, in regulation in the second half. Then in overtime, they get it done after Clemson misses a chip shot field goal. Look, two weeks in a row, you said, no, I know obviously winning at Clemson means you're, you're, you're a decent team, but I felt like they should be very fortunate. But at the same time, you look at the remaining schedule, you're like, I, I kind of think they could be a playoff team. They, they, uh, their toughest road test. When we thought Pitt would be a tough game. Pitt looks like a complete fucking dumpster fire. Wake Forest doesn't look very good either. Wake Forest doesn't trip. look good. They they get uh, they they get Syracuse and Virginia Tech in Tallahassee. They avoid Louisville. They do get Duke in in Tallahassee later too. But um, I mean, and then they have a game at the Swamp uh, to end the season. But you got to think at this point, if you had to project a four team invitational, I think Florida State's pretty much in the driver's seat. I'm telling you, that game at Florida, I, I could see that going bad for Florida State. Yeah, it's just the rivalry thing. Obviously, Florida's not going to have a great year. You know what'll make their year beating their rival and keeping them out of the playoff, which I mean, you know, Florida state still has to manage their, the rest of their schedule, which is very manageable. You know, given that the toughest two teams on it, they already have wins against LSU and Clemson. So uh, we could see Florida state really make a push for the playoffs. But I'm telling you now, watch out for the game in the swamp uh, on uh, November 25th. Yeah. And, and also the other side of this coin is Clemson's two and two. Their only two wins are Charleston Southern who Western Carolina and the FCS just won by like 70. I feel like yesterday. And then uh, Florida Atlantic, who who's a team with a losing record. Uh, they have a tough schedule coming up to the Clemson Tigers. You got to think with already two ACC losses and knowing that Louisville doesn't play them. And Duke obviously will have the tiebreaker on them. And Florida State having the tiebreaker on them, I think it's very hard to believe that they would be. It's certainly still possible because the ACC is wacky, but they just haven't looked good enough either. Yeah, I mean, even though today they they pretty much outplayed a very a very good Florida State team. So I guess if you're trying to make excuses for Clemson, you you, you could say that they should have won today. But their schedule, their remaining schedule is much tougher than Florida State's. Yeah, at at Syracuse this week, you got to think like I don't. I don't feel very confident that Clemson will be good on the road at home. They have that crowd, that environment. So I think I would still favor Clemson to get that done, but that seems like a game that you, you know, could be tricky. Then they're home to wake. They should be able to take care of business there, but at Miami, that's another one. Miami's, you know, looking pretty good. They're, they're undefeated. I feel like nobody's really talking about them this year either, which is was kind of bizarre because usually they, they do, but maybe everybody's expecting Miami to falter like they have in recent years, but I was going to ask you, who do you think if we're, if we're saying Florida state is the best team in the ACC and they certainly have the best resume at this point, who do you think is the second best? Well, I think schedule wise Louisville, I don't think uh, I Louisville is going to play Duke in a couple of weeks. I kind of think Duke, it depends like Brom each week. I expect them to be getting better and getting more in tune with the system. 
but uh, Duke has the best wins to me. Like Miami's win against A and M is is impressive. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's more impressive than Duke's Clemson win. I don't know, but I feel like uh, I mean Northwestern did beat Minnesota yesterday, so Duke has that win against Northwestern. Um, I don't know. I feel like Duke. It, that's it's a crowded top because you could say what. You haven't mentioned UNC yet. Yeah, either. North it's Carolina. I just uh, I keep waiting on North Carolina to deal us that lemon. Yeah. Um, and then you add in Miami. I mean, yeah, it's it's a very fun it's a very fun league right now as far as the uh, the top. Well, how about you? You you this is your league. I'd love to say Duke, and uh, I mean Duke has a huge game versus Notre Dame coming up at home next week. Uh, granted, that won't you know affect your ACC schedule. So if Duke played Carolina right now, who would you take? I'm taking Duke, man. I I'm think I would take Duke, Duke too. Is Terrell Furman in the chat? I yeah. thought I, saw, I, I yeah. thought I saw him earlier. I I can't take UNC versus Duke, but okay, uh, but, but Duke, I, I have locked up UNC two weeks in a row, and they beat the piss out of Minnesota, yeah. and they beat Pitt. Well, Minnesota also. Ain't looking great though. Maybe not. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. beating Pitt in Minnesota isn't that big of a yeah. deal. <laughs> um. Um. But okay, Duke plays Miami. Who would you take? So it's kind of hard to ask me this right now because I, I am very excited for Duke. So I'm going to say Duke, but Miami and that offense looks really good. You know Van what? Dimes you, looks like he did two years ago. Do you know why I would take Duke? Is because Mike Elko. Yeah. Um, now Louisville Duke would be interesting because I feel like both coaches get like the maximum of their teams. I, I, I don't put Louisville at that level yet. I think I have Duke, Miami, and UNC ahead of Louisville right now. So we just saw Florida State struggle with Boston College and and. Yeah. I mean, you know, Louisville could have scored 80 on Boston college yesterday. They I, I saw off Louisville the struggle with Indiana yeah. who just, who should have lost to Akron. But they also too. did have a three touchdown lead in that game. And only ended they up never winning. trailed. They and never they got, trailed. They didn't do anything in the second half. Zero points in the second half. Shut out against Indiana. They never trailed. They never <laughs> trailed in the game. All right. It, um, it's going to be a very exciting race because a, a lot of these teams play each other. So uh, you could, uh, the ACC more interesting. Well, NC State's still undefeated in ACC play. True, they only losses to Notre Dame. So yeah, Wolfpack, yeah. wake up! I think it's the most, in, most interesting ACC race in one hundred percent, probably since in Florida Syracuse. State had James you still have Syracuse. True, yeah, yeah. Um, now the bottom of the ACC still sucks: UVA, Virginia Tech, BC. But you know, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, folks. Look, before we get to the next game, I want to tell you that the college football experience. Week four reaction shows brought to you by underdog fantasy. Look, underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter a single game by going five for five. And from now until October 4th, underdog is matching hundred hundred percent of the uh, first deposits up to $500. What a, what a deal. And they're also uh, giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. Come on. There's a total of $2 million in prizes for all season long on underdog fantasy and also a hundred K a week. And they're giving out 10 K to 10 different people every single week. The new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season, uh, this week's higher lowers Tyreek Hill over uh 91 over or under 91 and a half receiving yards. I lean over because that dolphins offense still seems to be clicking, but even if you're wrong, you still have a chance to win 10 K. So watch along, make picks and maybe even make a little extra cash over on underdogs, mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's underdog, uh, underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Yes. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every 
NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data and stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data driven parlays, download the hall of fame bets app or visit H O F bets.com and use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right. We are back on the college football experience chats rolling along. People are talking about South Florida. People are talking about rice. They want, they want, uh, they want us to, to start talking to Mizzou tigers. We're going to get there. But first off, Troy beats Western Kentucky 27, 24. This game seemed like uh, the Hilltoppers had an early lead. Then Troy stormed back. And then it looked like they were going to cover and the, and the tops came through for you. I know you took, I took Troy. Yeah, I was getting three and a half. So feel pretty fortunate to get that cover there. Good win for your Sun Belt over the CUSA. You know, might be the top team in the CUSA. Uh, we locked up this one. Texas A&M minus the points. It was nine, eight and a half, nine against Auburn. They didn't even have their starting quarterback. Connor Wegman got knocked out, and uh, Max Launcher Johnson came in and threw some dimes. Auburn's only touchdown was on a defensive touchdown where Jimbo Fisher was on the field. A pretty hilarious <laughs> moment. Um, Auburn hosts Georgia this next week. There's no way. I just think this Auburn team, they should have lost to Cal. I think this Auburn team sucks really. Yeah. Thorn Ashford. They don't have the right quarterback to be able to hang with Georgia. Uh, there, it it looks like that rebuild is going to take a little bit longer than we thought. Yeah. And meanwhile, a and M were on the over. That was a big win for us. They get, now they play that stupid game. The great, it's a great game as far as rivalry, but they play at that Jerry's world this week against Arkansas. That's kind of a 50 50 game to me. Um, Arkansas looked better than I thought against LSU this weekend. So yeah, perhaps they can make some noise in that game. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky beat the piss out of Vanderbilt. I thought I was going to be able to cover this like first quarter. Kentucky was up like 21, nothing. Then I feel like it was all Vandy in the second quarter and third to like kind of come back and get into covering form. It didn't happen. Kentucky wins. Kentucky's undefeated. Are they the who's more fraudulent? Syracuse or Kentucky? <laughs> That's a tough question, man. Uh, I guess I would say Syracuse, but it's it's pretty damn close, I think. Because who's be- who's Kentucky's best win? I think Kentucky's best win would be Vanderbilt. That's not good because yeah. Vandy. I, I'm kind of disappointed in Clark Lee's group. I thought they were going to be better this year. Syracuse has better wins. Yeah. Now yeah. And, and next week, Kentucky hosts Florida, I believe. And Syracuse hosts Clemson, so we're going to find out about both those teams. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Kentucky, you know, I think Kentucky might be able to beat Florida. But um, Rutgers covers for me with twenty six at Michigan. I got Mich- it at twenty four and a half, so covered for me too, but a, a lot closer. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Is Mich- Michigan's just playing possum a little bit, right? Yeah, it's like Georgia, right? I, I haven't watched Michigan yet because why? Because you know their their opponents have been so bad. So yeah. it seems like they're kind of sleepwalking through the the easy part of their schedule because their schedule really is only like a two or three game slate. Um, unfortunately, you know, why, why would you not want to watch one of the best teams in college football? Well, it's because the games suck. Yeah. So this is college football's fault. It's Michigan's fault. Hopefully they do better in the future. Yeah. And then, uh, Virginia tech, I think they, uh, I think they might've, uh, paid Marshall for a two for one. And the one game they had to go to Huntington, West Virginia, Marshall beats them 24, 17. I mean, 
Virginia Tech, let's take a peek at this schedule here because I think the Hokies might be in a little bit of trouble here. I know uh, that win total was what, five? Five and a half, I think it was. Yeah. Um, they're one and three now, right? And one now, win over ODU. Yeah. ODU and that win, ODU barely beat Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, they do have Pitt on deck in Blacksburg. I would still favor Pitt, though. By a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> then they're <laughs> at Florida four. State. That's a loss. Home to Wake. Toss up. No, I still favor, favor Wake. Favor Wake, though. Yeah. yeah. Home to Syracuse. Got, got to go favor Syracuse. At Lane Lu- Stadium isn't what it used to be, I don't think. Yeah. At at Louisville. Favorite Louisville. At Boston College. That is winnable. Yeah, for sure. Then home to NC State. It's winnable, but NC State's better right now. And then at UVA, I mean, this could be a really bad season. This could be a really, 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 really bad season for the well, Hokies. Right now, they're getting gashed by the run. And uh, Rashina Ali just ran for 174 and two touchdowns. The week before that, who did Virginia Tech play? They, they, they Rutgers was averaging Rutgers. over seven yards a yeah, rush. Yeah, so this Virginia Tech team is not like Virginia Tech teams in the past. Uh, they struggle offensively, and right now they're getting gashed by the run. So it's not a recipe for winning football games. Yeah. Uh, Marshall plays at NC State in a little bit here. I think they get in a Sunbelt game first. Who does Marshall get next? I think they get, like, is it Georgia Southern? No, Old Dominion. They get Old Dominion in in Huntington next week. Then they head to to Raleigh to take on NC State. That game might be a little bit bigger than people realize. For sure, they should be four and zero heading into it. So that should be a great game. Yeah, yeah. SMU really let me down against TCU. TCU. I mean, for the people that are calling out Colorado, TCU's that win over TCU looks better and better as TCU's been pretty pretty dominant since then. But SMU. Uh, I don't know. Rhett Lashley let me down. Cause I feel like from a talent perspective, they're not that far behind TCU. You know what? Peyton stone. Is that his name? Preston stone. Preston stone. Yeah. There you go. I know he was a top recruit, but so far he's not really playing like it. I mean, he's still young. He's just a sophomore, but uh, they're not putting up points. Like I thought a Rhett, a Rhett Lashley yeah. team could agreed. Um, Western Michigan covered against Toledo. This game was kind of crazy. Cause Toledo needed like a, a big comeback. Um, they get it done. Georgia Southern handles ball state. There's another Sun Belt domination was against impressive. the Mac. I think when I I think when I handicapped that, I said this is the game where the Sun Belt is going to show their superiority over the Mac. Well, there's another game though where the Mac might say, "Hey, fuck you." That's a good point. Uh, we'll get there in a second. But Old Dominion ten, Texas A&M Commerce nine. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. A&M Commerce. Wow. If, if folks don't know, I, I mean, I host the FCS College Football Experience. We will have an episode dropping uh, on Tuesday, but. Um, Commerce just came up to, to the FCS like in the past two years. So that is a very sketchy win for old dominion. I think they, uh, their quarterback threw a couple picks, got, got pulled. Uh, so who knows what's going on with the monarchs? Yeah. Uh, then the Ohio Bobcats, I locked this one up against Bowling green, easy money, Ohio. That's is what's fun is if you had to look and and, and this is why it's a shame it, it, we don't have a large playoff because I would love to see like we talk Fresno is Fresno the best group of five if Fresno played Ohio tomorrow I think that's a game that's a game I I don't know if I think Fresno is definitely winning that game um yeah one of the most impressive things about Ohio right now is their defense is actually playing really good ball yeah they good gave night. up one touchdown and I think that was late and, and as they get healthier on offense then if, if both sides of the ball are firing on all cylinders you got a really good team 
Yeah. So shout out to the Bobcats. I think they, they, I know Toledo's a solid team. The Mac is up. Yeah. The Mac is very up right now. Uh, Miami, Florida beats the hell out of Temple, forty-one-seven, as expected. Yeah, we laid the points there. Ole Miss was beating Alabama seven to six at halftime. They had a chance to make it ten to six at halftime, and they missed the chip shot field goal. They only had three points in the second half. Bama rallies. We were on Bama. I still watch that game. Jalen Milrose interception in the end zone. Yeah. Bama heads to Starkville this next week. Any chance? I feel like Bama on the road is vulnerable every time they play. Even though Mississippi State, I'm not high on. Yeah, no, I didn't catch any of this game. Bama is definitely not the Bama of a couple of years ago, but I still think they can take care of business against Mississippi State, who is pretty much an average team right but now. But they they still get college. They got to go to College Station. They got to go to Auburn. Well, Auburn looks like shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they watch them run the table because the rest of the SEC doesn't look that great. Well, they still have LSU too. Yeah, but that's in Tuscaloosa. But I still feel like yeah, LSU should be favored to yeah. win that game. Uh, Louisville 56, Boston college for uh, 28. This is one that's hilarious because Louisville had uh, 42 at halftime and kind of took their foot off the, the uh, gas there. Oh, Classy yeah. move by Brom. Yeah. After, in fact, after 10 minutes in the third quarter, when they had this thing up to uh, 56, they didn't score the rest of the game. Oh, of course in the second half against Indiana, they didn't score any points either. So maybe they just have, have problems in the second half, but no, a very impressive win for Louisville. And my and guy, give my guy, Jack Plummer, some respect. All right. Interna- international man of mystery, Jack Plummer. <laughs> um, shout out to Louisville as they have that schedule. I'm telling you, if Louisville wins at NC state, watch out because that uh, they can lose the Notre Dame game. Who cares? Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, sure. They're going to try to win every they definitely game. Definitely have the easiest of the ACC schedules. That's the, the NC state game to me. Look, they have, so this three game stretch right here for Louisville, we in pre in the preseason said, we'll make or break their season. But yeah. let me tell you, it doesn't look as bad now. So it's at NC state this Friday. If they win that game, they will be five and zero. Oh. then they're home to Notre Dame, but they can lose it. That does not matter sure. for the ACC. Then they're at Pitt, which we thought was a tough game. Yeah. Yeah. If so, anything, I think Louisville should be favored in both those road games. So then after that, they're home to Duke, which obviously Duke could beat them. Home to Virginia Tech, home to Virginia. Those are wins. At Man. Miami, which that's, that's that could be a loss. But at the same time, if they beat NC State and Pitt, you got to like their chances. You got to like yeah, their chances. And, they, you know, and so they, they finished up with with uh, Kentucky. But yeah. again, Kentucky, Notre it Dame. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect I think they're going to be. I think they're going to beat Kentucky this year, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to, to Brom. Uh, Illinois barely gets past Florida Atlantic. The Big Ten West is a fucking joke. I love it for the final season of the big 10 West. Every team sucks. I mean, the best I team, was the best team just got blanked 31, nothing. Yeah. And it had like 72 yards of helps offense. You put it into perspective, 72 <laughs> yards of offense. And I still think it's they're, awful. I still think they're like kind of hands down the best team. Yeah. Um, but the Illini I get the win 23, 17, Nebraska beats La tech 28, 14 second win of the rule era. New Mexico. I needed New Mexico in this, in the Roswell bowl against UMass, just because I, I took the over on, uh, I actually have the over on both these teams, but I needed, I thought New Mexico's road was harder in the mountain West than UMass's as an independent. So I needed New Mexico to win that one. They got it done. I was a little let down by BYU here. I had nine and a half points. I feel like this should have hit BYU had the lead in the third quarter. Kansas comes back. 38, 27 wins for the Jayhawks. And this is where we have the conversation. Kansas plays at Texas next week, but Texas has the red river shootout on deck is Kansas. 
what would your big 12 rankings be? Like if well, you had to do your top three teams or top four teams, Texas, I think is number one for sure. But who would you put it to? That's tough. I would put Kansas over Oklahoma. So they have a better resume. Yeah. I mean, this is a nice win by Kansas, but I think there's two defensive touchdowns. If I'm not mistaken, we didn't get eyes on this entire game, uh, but I thought the, the opening touchdown was a defensive score. Then they had a, a pick six also, um, which, but that's, yeah, you're right. Uh, but dude, that's huge because last year they would, their defense was terrible last year. That's, that's part of the, the progress that I want to see from Kansas's you know, the problem was Kansas couldn't play defense last well, year. I feel like the offense isn't looking as good though. Fair. You know, Fair. so they, yeah. So they won the turnover battle three zero and two of those turnovers, they've returned for touchdowns. So that's why you win by 11 points. Um, I think after Texas, I think it's wide open. I mean, we were talking about Oklahoma earlier. We, we think they're a little counterfeit, but they're still four and zero, So they belong in the conversation. If Kansas state gets healthy, I think you chalk up that loss at Missouri as just a bad spot. I think Kansas State is probably, I think they're probably second best. Uh, maybe Oklahoma I mean, third. Yeah, no, I, them, Kansas, them Kansas. I think Kansas resume is better than Oklahoma's. Oklahoma's one road one like what SMU and Cincinnati against what Illinois and BYU. Those are both at home though. Yeah, who was Kansas beat on the road? It was Nevada, but yeah, barely. Yeah, uh, that's fair, but still. I mean, Oklahoma's only road win with Cincinnati, uh, which is a better win than Nevada. But on, going into time, the nip, yeah, going into the nip. Um, how about the Maryland Terrapins? They're also undefeated. No one's talking about Maryland. They win thirty-one-nine in East Lansing. Here's one of my locks. There Cash you go. Is for me. I'll play some music for you. I'll play some music. The Terrapins are rolling. No one's. I was talking Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Terrapins just keep. Keep dominating shitty teams, but let's be um, honest. Michigan State's a, dump, a dumpster fire. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, Texas Tech, we ate shit on this one. Yeah. This is and watch out for West Virginia. Man. I swear. Watch out for West Virginia. Twenty to thirteen, nice win. I got to see Dub V win on the road. Yeah. I know Matt Moneyline Mac was texting us. We're contenders last last night. Well, I got to see them win on the road before I truly buy in. But I, I I knew that coming into the season, I thought their their team was a little bit better than what people were were, were labeling them. Some people were saying they might be the worst power or power five. Are you kidding me? Because the line play, they had strong yeah. O lines well, and D lines. And if that you look at last way. year's losses, like the the backyard brawl, pick six, like they were in, up in that game the whole time. You know, was, uh, the TCU game it was a very very close game. They had a lot of close losses. That's not the same as like some of these other teams that were just getting destroyed. Right. Uh, you know, a year ago. So Texas tech looking very iffy. Yeah. A lot of people had really high hopes on Texas tech this year and they're sitting at one and three, if I'm not mistaken, one and three with three, one score losses. There've been some tough losses, yeah. but still, man, Yeah. Colorado six, Oregon 42. I kind of foresaw this one. I know I took my buffs, but that's, that's just standard. I'm never going to, never going to fade them. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought this would game. I thought this game could play out like this. Um, I don't think there's any shame in this loss. This is one of the toughest environments in all of college football. Right. Like I think if Alabama goes and plays at Oregon right now, I don't think Alabama would put up many points. And then, you know what I hate is that all the haters are like rejoicing now that that Colorado got whipped. I'm no Colorado fan. I don't care, but I'm not a hater either. I don't hate on what Dion's doing. And it, it was just a very bad spot for them against a very good Oregon team. Yeah. And, and it look, happens. We knew Colorado's depth was an issue. Uh, Travis Hunter being injured. Also, you know, like I just thought the, a game at TCU with all due respect to TCU's crowd 
It's not Autzen. Autzen is one of the 10 hardest places to play in America. Like I said, I, I don't think this is a ridiculous statement by me. I think if Alabama plays at Oregon, I don't think Alabama scores more than 17 points. So, but now I know we're going to take exception to what Dan Lanning said afterwards. Yeah. Well, Dan Lanning's comments. No, do we have that as a clip? Uh, shout out to Noah behind the scenes doing the Lord's work. Said no, he um, oh, okay. But Dan Lanning basically called out, uh, he said, they're in it for clicks. We're in it for, uh, wins. for wins. What does that even mean? They're in it for yeah. kicks. And by the way, for Oregon to say that, fuck you, Dan Landing. Now I look, right. I, they have a different Jersey every game. Yeah. They're wearing What's all these different. For? Yeah. They're putting billboards up all everywhere. Like they're the, they're totally a team that's in it for clicks. They've that's their whole MO over the past 30 years right. of that program. You don't think Dion yeah. and Colorado's in it for wins? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I think a reminder that it was their uh, win total was three and a half and they're three and one. Yeah. Exactly. Like to me, like, okay, yeah, Oregon's better than Colorado. I think we all no none of us thought that Colorado would be better than, than Oregon this year. None of us. Um, now I'll say this, like I I Dion's comments were also like, you know, I heard I keep receipts, I heard what you said, and if you're gonna get me, get me now because we're coming. And <laughs> I believe that. I believe like you're lucky you're going to the big 10 where you can beat up on Rutgers and, and some of those <laughs> shitty teams. Now it will be interesting when USC comes to Boulder. That's uh, next week, I believe. Yes. And, and USC struggled against Arizona state, man. So uh, do we have the clip here? Yeah, let's go. Let's go play this here. Rooted in substance, not flash rooted in substance. Today we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Right? So it's it's going to be played on the grass. I think. Right? Let's go. But still, still, I mean, whatever. I mean, I got no problem with him talking shit, get his team riled up. But at the same time, he talked shit in the offseason, too, saying, like, Colorado's never mattered. just so you know, Dan Lanning, Colorado has a national championship win. Oregon does not. There All right. Go. Uh, let's move along. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, Oregon, the PAC 12 is, let's talk about that for a second. It is by far. I don't think anybody can argue this. It is to me by far the best conference of college football. Yeah. Two weeks, uh, two or three weeks ago. And that's probably two weeks ago. You were asking me, do you think the PAC 12 maybe belongs in the conversation as the best conference? I was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. The SEC might have something to say about that. Well, fast forward two more weeks, and I think you got to you got to rank Pac-12 first. Dude's down. I mean, there's so many quality teams. Right. I feel like like Washington looks like the best team in the country. And then Wazoo and what they're doing, yeah. nobody really expected that. So and, yeah, and it's, it's just hilarious that this is the last year of the, of the Pac-12, and it's probably the best conference in football. Utah's dominating without their starting quarterbacks. Right. They're, they're on their like fourth string quarterback, and they, they they're undefeated. They've won against Florida, against Baylor, against you know uh, uh, UCLA. It's just a, a really good conference this year. Uh, Miami, Ohio beats the piss out of Delaware state. I didn't cover this by a half a point. Fuck you. Go Hornets. Yeah. Um, Duke 41, Yukon seven, Jim Morham, our boy, tough year, Oof. tough year. I don't think there's a bull. I thought that how was here. His year one better than his year two. That doesn't make any sense. I think losing some of the key players like Nathan Carter transferring to Michigan state, the running back that yeah. was a workhorse for them. Um, also maybe some of the defensive players, the schedule's a little bit harder, I think this year. Um, but yeah, obviously big issues there. Duke continues to look awesome. 
Uh, Utah 14, UCLA seven. That was one of my locks. I actually had to sweat this a little more than I thought. That was a double lock. Yeah. Might have been a triple lock. Yeah, triple lock, I think. Utah's legit. They head to to Corvallis on Friday, and I think that's a tough spot. Cam Rising's that's gonna be that's gonna be Rising's first start, I bet. I don't know how much I like it. I like Chief in the chat says, What's the spread on you guys leaving Laramie on horses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I'd say minus two hundred. Yeah. Um I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about Utah, but I think, I mean, I think it's pretty remarkable that they held UCLA's offense to seven points. Um, they never lose at Rice Eccles. Exactly. It's yeah. it's not that difficult, folks. Yeah, and folks, <laughs> I'll have you know that Colorado will also get their ass kicked at Rice Eccles this year. Yeah, it's a very easy handicap when you have that awesome of a college the environment. It's like LSU. There's like to me like you know it's like the whiteout. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have took Iowa. Because like you have these awesome environments where it's very hard to go and get a, and get a win. If anything, I think Penn State, even though they have the whiteouts, hasn't been as good at at home as Oregon and uh, and Utah over the years. Well, the difference was Utah was laying four and Penn State was laying fourteen and a half. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We, I think we all thought. Well, you 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 might have mentioned Iowa money line. I did. I, I didn't did. know if that yeah. was realistic, but I was on the point, so I was wrong on that game. I thought Iowa's defense would be able to give Penn State's offense some problems, yeah. and I was I was wrong. I ate shit on that. Penn State deserves all the credit. Penn, they have one of the best Penn State resumes. Looks pretty good. Yeah, they have one of the best resumes thus far. Um, Iowa State thirty four, Oklahoma State twenty seven. Oklahoma State. I don't know if they're hitting that over, man. How about uh, Rocco Brecht throwing for 348 and three touchdowns? That's Anthony Beck's son. Maybe they found their quarterback, and Oklahoma State looks awful right now because they don't have a quarterback. And usually, I, I thought the defense would be better. And, and I didn't think these two teams would, would put up over 60 points. I thought this was going to be a game in the teens. So uh, I took the points with Oklahoma State, was wrong. Didn't feel good about it, but uh, I certainly don't feel good about Oklahoma State in that over either. Yeah, uh, Iowa State gets gets the Sooners. They feel like Matt Campbell always plays them tough. That's that's this upcoming week. Rice in South Florida. Rice loses to South Florida. I was shocked there. Well, I mean, South Florida just hung with Bama and Show, you know, showing signs of life. Yeah. Uh, UTSA gets destroyed by Tennessee. GBO Farms can rejoice because. Eddie Lee Marlboro was not the guy we thought he was. <laughs> um, Central Michigan, South Alabama. This was one of the shockers of the day, and this is what I mean by the Mac. The Mac playing some good ball. That's a huge win, man. That is a huge win for the Chips. They needed that. Uh, I think Jim McElwain needed that. What a huge win there. Um, and, and yeah, I just think moving forward, watch out for the chips, Eastern Michigan. I did eat a bag of shit with Eastern Michigan and, uh, Jacksonville state. I don't, I don't think you liked it though, right? I did. Oh, did you on the morning show? Ugh. I bet it. And, uh, Jacksonville state and rich rod. Three, How about Jacksonville state? I took the over on them. That's going to hit. Yeah. I th- well, I think the, I think it was at like four or something, right? Yeah. Like four and a half. Yeah. Maybe? I think four and a half. Yeah. That's going to hit. Um, he's a damn good coach and, uh, yeah, East Carolina should look into it. All right. And speaking of East Carolina, 44 nothing. We believe in the virus in the spirit of ECU. I will flex. Um, all right. <laughs> you're going to flex about Gardner Webb. Gardner Webb. FCS playoff team a year ago. Let's go. <laughs> well, you're at Rice next, so don't don't flex too much. It's going to be a know? fun one. Georgia Tech, Wake Forest. This, we knew this game smelled. 
We knew this fucking line smell. Georgia Tech 30, Wake Forest 16. What's going on with Wake? They were down 17 at half yeah. both both the last two games. I was on the Yellow Jackets here because I, I thought the line did stink. And I think I think Brent Key is a pretty good coach. And I think his players play hard for him. But let's let's put it this way. Brent Key is better than Brent Pry. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I like is, this. Is that, is that controversial? No, but for real money Kramer, it might be. Um, I don't think so. I think he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Liberty 38, uh, the airport six, the flame and libs can Rolling. continue to, uh, to, to, they're going to go undefeated. I think, dude, they have they an easy have, schedule. I know really easy schedule. Uh, Arkansas 31 LSU 34. Let's talk about this because as LSU, I kind of thought LSU was a national title contender after four weeks of, of college football. I don't think they can. I think they're going to get bit in. They play at Ole Miss next week. If they play like they did against Arkansas, they're going to lose that game to Ole Miss. Yeah. That, so they're, 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 there's two back-to-back road trips at Ole Miss and at Mizzou next. Yes. If they don't step their game up, they're going to lose at least one of those. Or A&M. Sure, you know, like later they're going to lose to somebody. Um, 34-31 win. Florida did not cover the 28. If anything, this was like a 19-7 to game for like a lot against the, the Biff Pogey and the, and the fighting clits. Um, Florida's questionable too, right? Yeah. I don't think they're very good either. Yeah. You know, just cause they beat Tennessee. That was a spot that we saw coming as well. Uh, you would have liked them to take that momentum from the big win and just play better against a very inferior opponent. Now they still got the W so you move on and you know, but still, I don't think they're a good well, team. And what's crazy is there's opportunity in the SEC East. Like, could they beat South Carolina? Could they beat Missouri? Could they beat Kentucky? Sure. Yeah. Those teams, I yeah. mean, everyone, but Georgia is right? probably the best one out of those. I think I Mizzou might Mizzou's be. Still I think Mizzou. Right? Yeah. I think Mizzou's got a better resume than Kentucky. Yeah. So. Nobody's talking about them, but they haven't been overly impressive against the likes of middle Tennessee state or against the likes of uh, Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about the Texas state Bobcats down 17, nothing to the Nevada Wolfpack. They score 35 unanswered before Nevada adds a late score, mm. dude, with South Alabama losing their second game this year, is Texas state the best team in the Sunbelt West? I still say South Alabama. And those were two non-con games, right? Yeah. It was what two lane and then just the one down yeah. in central Michigan. So uh, Texas State is is definitely ahead of schedule for sure. DJ Way Kenny ahead of a, schedule. Yeah, He's be like job. coach of the year. I know everyone will say Dion, but I think GJ Kenny should yeah, be considered. But I don't think they're the the top of the Sun Belt West right now. Yeah, uh, but Southern Miss, I, I ate shit on this one as Arkansas State. What the hell? They're struggling. How do you give up forty four points to Arkansas State? This was a one point game last year too that Southern Miss squeaked away with a win. So for some reason, Arkansas State plays them tough. Unbelievable. Arizona 21, Stanford 20. The Wildcats survive. I took the points there. I don't know. Arizona's a kind of a funny team. Yeah, you know, certain games, their offense looks really good. Still don't have much of a defense. I think they're I don't at think. USC next week. That all, all, no, 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 they're not. USC's at Colorado. I think the week after. Their offense will be able to, to put up points, I think, though. But yeah. Um, something to monitor there. They survived. That would have been a really bad loss. Colorado State, we locked up them. There we go. We locked up them. I think Colorado State's still the contender in the Mountain West. I don't know. Fresno, Air Force, Boise. Wyoming. Wyoming. They're on 
certainly on a second tier. I don't think they're a contender. I, I think, think they're they still carve out a pretty nice year two under Norvell. And uh, maybe they're looking forward to year three, especially if uh, Fowler Nicosi, the new quarterback. Can yeah, they finally found their guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big win there in Murfreesboro by eight. Tulane beat the piss out of Nichols. Houston, uh, nice, nice win for the used car salesman, Dana Holgerson. Yeah. Uh, 38 to seven. Wyoming uh, gets it done against App. Now, let's talk about this one Washington State 38, Oregon Ooh. State 35. You call it this one. Yeah, I, I, I've been super impressed with Washington State, uh, even though Jake Dicker calling out Lee Corso. <laughs> um, and I thought, I thought, I got no problem with what Dickert said. You know, like, I understand Corso's like. Joe and, Biden. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, look, I, Dickert said like ESPN fed him those lines because he's that old. And he said, it's no secret that the, that ESPN has been behind the demise of the PAC 12 Yeah. by not offering these teams the money, but yet giving these teams all the money to join the big 12 essentially, which is fair. But at the same time, I think he's right. You look at the ratings. I, I tweeted this out. John Wilner who writes for the San Jose Mercury, who handles a lot of the TV rating stuff. Wazoo does draw better numbers TV wise than the four schools jumping to the big 12 over the past decade. And he's got an argument that is a, that is a, and why shit on this game? This game was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think both these teams are a lot better than what people think. And I think they, that they could like right now call me crazy. Like if Washington state's lining up against you know, some of these big, bad teams. If you told me Washington state's playing Bama, I think Washington state can win that game. Cam Ward is playing excellent football. Yeah. And how can you not root for the Coug? He's in, he hasn't even, I don't think he's turned the ball over yet, man. This guy, he's really fucking good. Um, 38, 35. Yeah. You got to love this story guys. Washington state. And remember Washington state does not play. They do not play USC or Utah. So huge win there by uh by the Cougs. Uh Texas 38. Oh, what you what do you you got the uh what's going on here? Um student section got really good G5 student. What's I don't know what oh uh, yeah. I don't know. He's you're pulling up something there on uh uh, on the interwebs there. Noah Beanick behind the scenes. Oh he's got the Jake Dickert. He's got the here we go. Here's Jake Dickert. I'm not getting the audio on that. Um, anyway, um, shout out to Washington state. Great win there. If you watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, but uh, Texas 38 Baylor six NC Nick does Texas have the best resume thus far this season. I think Texas is up there. I think there's probably a handful of teams, maybe Penn state. Um, who else are we forgetting? Uh uh, I would say, I think Texas probably has the, the best resume. So yeah, far. I mean the win at Alabama is probably the, well, you, you, Ohio state had probably belongs in that conversation too. You know? Um, yeah, they, they're the best win right now. What is it at Alabama or at Notre Dame? No, I would say at Notre Dame because Notre Dame looks better than Alabama to me. But the thing is, is that Ohio state's other games uh, are not like, I mean, who Western Kentucky lost to Troy yesterday. Right. Um, who'd they get in the opener? Indiana should have lost to Akron. I kind of think Texas's resume is a little bit better. So, well, Penn state comes into uh, Columbus in a few weeks here. So that's going to be a heck of Penn a Penn state's got a good resume. Yeah, for they sure. got a very good resume. You had West Virginia's three and one record. You mix that with uh, the fact that Illinois 
I guess that's what are their they, best two road. It's the best yeah. road win though, and that's not that great of a win. True, true. But I'm just saying they got in three Power Five wins. Not many schools have three Power Five wins. Um, but Texas looking really good, thirty-eight to six, as Baylor loses another one, and uh, Minnesota Northwestern. This game was batshit crazy. I think Northwestern came back from down what twenty-four points. It was it or twenty-one points. Uh, Northwestern gets the win in overtime. How bad is the Big Ten West? I was about to say more bad Big Ten West football teams. Minnesota's trash. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this: the top of the Big Ten is good. Penn State, Michigan doesn't play anybody, but Michigan's good. Ohio State's really good. So we have that, but I don't even know that I'm buying in on Maryland. There's a lot of trash in the Big Ten, like the whole West. Maybe I was decent, but I don't buy into Wisconsin being good. I think Purdue's terrible. I don't think Illinois is good. I think Minnesota's terrible. I think Northwestern's pretty shitty. I think, uh, you know, you, you have some, you add that to Michigan state and Indiana, you have some teams that are really kind of that, that conference has got a lot of shit for sure. Yeah. So, um, huge win though for Northwestern and, and you had to wonder about Fleck. If Michigan state's going to hire Fleck, I don't think it's going to happen now. Um, <laughs> Georgia 49 UAB 21. This game's terrible. Let's yeah. not talk about it. Ohio. Let's talk about Ohio state, Notre Dame. This game Ooh. absolutely Ooh. insane. 17, 14 Ohio state wins on the final play of the game. Uh, Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman. You got to wonder. I know Marcus Freeman. Everyone says good looking guys. Always photogenic. How the fuck do <laughs> you have, how the fuck do you, I mean, everyone likes him. Yeah. I feel like he's a very likable guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, I he mean, seems cool, right? Yeah. He's got the cool thing. Yeah. I mean, I like Marcus Freeman, but how do you fuck up with 10 guys on the field? Both. Yeah. Pl- final plays of the game. One plays bad enough, but not to realize that the second play, you know, and, and maybe it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, ultimately it always comes down to the head coach, Yeah. but someone up in the booth, the other players around him. You know, did they not have a timeout where they could call that? It's just unacceptable for to do it two plays in a row and and lose the game because of it. Ohio State taking advantage of it and running right where that other defensive lineman should have been. Unbelievable. Yeah, so many there's so many fails on that on that on those two plays from a coaching standpoint, from a player standpoint. How the fuck do you not notice the guy next to you not there? You know, there's so many fails on that, and I think it's got. Look, I. I I know it's hard from the sidelines, like Chris Peterson said, but at the same time, I mean, you're the head coach. You're the face of the fucking program. You got to take, you got to take that one. Yep. Um, now we had the under on Notre Dame at nine and a half wins. And I thought we were going to get fucked by this. Now I think we have life with this loss. Think they, they, they still lose two more times. I mean, I don't know that they definitely will, but we Clemson, have life Duke USC Louisville USC. Yeah. They, they, they could certainly lose two more times. Um, but I mean, what a brutal loss. I, I, my, you know, and Ryan day calling out, calling out, uh, Lou Holtz. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Lou Holtz like called him out yeah. on saying not being a physical team. And he said, Ryan day said, uh, with the exception of one half, I would argue that Ryan day, like, yes, uh, you, you have been a very good program, but at the same time, in those two games against Michigan, I would argue Michigan was way more physical than you. And that's why you lost those games. I almost feel like Lou Holtz and Lee Corso are like too easy of targets to come after. But at the same time, they, they're the ones that said something against those two programs, respectively, first. Yeah, and, so. and, and Alabama, too. You're right. Bama, when they played them in the Natty, Bama was way more physical than them. 
And I feel like that that's a, an accurate knock. Uh, and, and Ryan day was like, it's us against the world. I love my team. Let's be honest. You have like the fucking top yeah. two or three most talented team Us in America. The, world. <laughs> the fuck out of here. But like, with this. this is a motivationing yeah. thing he's using to get his team up. So you can't, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would do it too. Anything. It's like yeah. Dan Lanning's comments, you know, like you're right. going to do that. You can't knock it too much, but at the same time, I don't think it, he's everyone's saying all these bad things. What are we saying? What the hell are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I think Ohio state's a national contender every fucking year. Right. <laughs> all right. Um, Anyway, but but good win for Ohio State and and uh, just uh, yeah. Can we play this one? Will this one work? Coach, you knew this one wasn't going to be easy, but it came down to the wire. And what can you say about the performance from your quarterback Kyle McCord to finish that drive? Toughness, toughness. That's it. Physicality across the board. Finish it off. Having guts. You know, like I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. What he said about our team. What he said about our team. I cannot believe. <laughs> This is a tough team right here. We're proud to be from Ohio. It's always been Ohio against the world. It'll continue to be Ohio against the world. But I'll tell you what, I love those kids. And we get a tough team. What did they prove to you tonight in this victory that you'll take away and run with? Toughness. Everybody's questioning these kids all the time. We had one bad half the last couple of years. That's it. Everybody wants to question these guys. These guys are warriors right here to come back and win. This kid right here to come back in the second half and win. I'm emotional about this for a reason. A lot of people question these kids and say a lot of things about them. I love them. When someone attacks your family to come in and win like this is special. I mean, look, I, 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 I that is the most emotion he's shown. I think so. Yeah. It, you know, I kind of like it, I guess, you know, certainly not a Ohio state fan, but he's never seemed to be that emotional. So uh, maybe he's just, you know, there's a spot where they came back and won where, you know, it, it looked, <laughs> it looked like they weren't going to get the, the uh, victory. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think everyone, anyone, you know, Ohio state from like a recruiting composite, if we pay attention to that is like one of the teams that should be winning a national championship every, right. like, you oh, know, I mean, so, he said some silly stuff yeah, I thought, yeah. but well, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I don't have an issue with it, but no, I'm just saying either. like in the heat of the moment, you just win a big game on the road. You might just say, everyone's been doubting us. I was like, I don't know that anyone's really been doubting yeah. you. Like if you had told me, you know, back in August, could Ohio State win the national championship? I'd be like, yeah, sure, yeah, they <laughs> could. Um, so anyway, shout out to that though. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, Indiana beats Akron in overtime, twenty nine, twenty seven. <laughs> Tom Allen can exhale. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Mac once again, yeah, showing up. Uh, Louisiana beats Buffalo. The Mac sucked here, but Buffalo did storm back to make this a close game and Missouri Memphis. I know Charles was, is a Mizzou fan 34, 27. I think this was a push. I got Memphis at seven, but uh, Hey, Missouri didn't fuck this up. I thought they would. I And, and Luther, could've, it could have been a letdown spot after the big Kansas state win. So they got the W and they keep on uh, rolling down the I'm schedule. On, remember undefeated. I locked up the over. I, I, I got a, a, a questionable, questionable tweet. Remember saying that uh, I thought was, when we did the Mizzou preview, I was on the over and you were on the, on the no. under. Yeah. No. Cause remember someone tweeted that was last year. Um, but uh, this past year I took the over, yeah. I locked it up on Mizzou and someone tweeted saying uh, Patty C and NC Nick was, was talking sense into me because I uh, must've been hammered for taking Mizzou on the over. Now they are still not there. But I feel because you, you took the, you you, took, you just didn't lock it right. You I didn't lock the, it. Okay. But I think I took the over yeah. on Mizzou. Yeah, um, you know I don't. 
know how good Memphis really is, but I mean, it's still a good win, sure. you know? So like shout out to Brady cooks uh, ended up playing through for three forty one. Luther burden 10 for one seventy seven. Wow. Baller. <sighs> now the question is, is, I mean, I, I made this argument is Mizzou the second best team in the sec East. They play at Vanderbilt this next week. They're going to be sitting there. You know, if they don't fuck that up uh, five and oh, before they host LSU on October seventh, it's a huge game all of a sudden. That is, and if you go back to the our, our preseason, I, I called, we called, we both called for, for Mizzou yeah. to actually win that. Uh, so uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, and Luther Burden is a beast. You're right; he's arguably the best receiver in the nation. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. and stuff, and but I think he's in that mix sure. for best wideout in the country. Um, shout out to Mizzou. Also, South Carolina they covered for me against Mississippi State. Got that dub. Penn State beats Iowa, shuts them out. I mean, we talked about Penn State a little bit. I don't know if you want to key in on that anymore. They, they, to me, should to, be to dominate top like five. that. Yeah, to dominate them like that, just a great game. The defense is playing really good. I mean, Iowa always struggles offensively, but to put up thirty-one and just to just shut them out, that's just it's a great win. Then you have James Madison, Utah State. Can we give some respect? JMU just won three straight road games Woo. at Virginia, at Troy. And at Utah State, not easy. Bro. I mean, the, the first one's an easy road game. <laughs> yeah, at, at UVA yeah. is right down the road. But then to go into Troy and into Utah State, uh, great wins for a, a team only in their second year in the FBS. And JMU's looking really good. Super impressive. Super impressive. Shout out to the Dukes of JMU. North Carolina also. I took Pitt plus seven and a half. I ate shit here. Uh, locked up UNC. Playing some music. Go. There you go. Getting it done. Tar Heels looking for real. Mac Brown and his Nainer pudding <laughs> looking for real. Um, I'm fascinated by North Carolina. They, they, they had a tougher you know, schedule than I think, but um, even if some, even if Minnesota and Pitt aren't as good as we thought now, North Carolina has got a bye week before they, they host Syracuse. They're going to be five and oh, I think buddy. Um, Shout out to Mac Brown and Drake, Drake may, could they be contenders for the CFP uh, UCF, Kansas state? We did lock up Kansas state 44, 31, getting it done in the little apple. I don't care who's playing quarterback. They're yeah. not going to lose two games in a row. Yeah. The second one, K state's a really good team, really good team. So uh, I also locked up UNLV. The easy one, the minus two points at UTEP. They win by seventeen. I should have followed you there. UTEP's trash. Yeah, UTEP's trash. UNLV hosts Hawaii this week. I, you know, I, I locked up the under on UNLV in six wins. Right? They're three and one. <laughs> They're three and one here. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch if they get Hawaii before and one, I think that's one of our favorite plays. Yeah. <laughs> I still think though, to get to seven, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard, but agreed. Maybe a push could be in play. Stealing that Vandy game was key for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cal Washington, Washington scores 59 points this game. Okay. First off, fuck you college football. I thought Sam Jackson was starting for Cal. Now I will be honest. Maybe they wouldn't have covered it with Sam Jackson. But when you look at it, it's not like the cover was that far out of reach. It was eight, an eight point difference. Can Sam Jackson make up eight points? Regardless, Washington was, they had 45 points at halftime. They Against were a on good place. Cal D. They should be ranked number one. I mean, I guess Texas's resume is better. Yeah. But the way Washington has beat the fuck out of every team. That offense just looks unstoppable. Obviously, they took their foot off the gas in the second half. But man. I can't wait for the big games, the Washington, the USC, 
Washington, Wazoo, Washington, Oregon. There's gonna be some great Pac-12 football coming up. I mean that 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 was a super impressive performance. Super impressive fucking performance. And and look, if you look at Washington's resume, I know it's not the, the it doesn't have the, the the like the at Alabama win or something, but every team is five hundred. It's not like they're playing squares, you right. know what I mean? So uh fifty nine thirty two I ate shit on taking Cal plus twenty one points. Same here. Um Fresno State fifty three, Kent State ten. Jeff Tedford, the most underrated coach in America. And then USC, Arizona State. Oh man. The Trojans, this was like a this was a 35-28 game in the fourth quarter with seven minutes left. USC scores a touchdown though, wins by fourteen, but I think Colorado's gonna be able to move that ball on that defense. Well, uh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't think USC's gonna have too much too, too many issues in Boulder. But I I do think if you're looking at Comparing USC to Washington or to Wazoo or to Oregon State or to Oregon, Washington looks better than USC. I'd say Washington State has a better resume than USC. Yeah, they look better too. They just look better when you watch them. So I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, Final game New Mexico State, Hawaii. Mexico State blows a 17-7 lead. A, a nice Timmy Chang onside kick call in this game. Hawaii gets the win 20 to 17. Awesome game. And uh yeah. All right. Hell of a week. Yeah, hell of a week. Uh, you know, I guess to me, if I had to do, and I'll do the Dantabase top 25 starting next week. But to me, the best resume is probably Texas right now. But hate to say the it. most <laughs> impressive team. Well, but Texas like struggled with Wyoming. They struggled some with Rice. Yeah. And we don't know how good Alabama is, right? We know. I mean, they'll still be a winning team, and that's a win on the road against a winning team. But I think the wash the way Washington is beating the shit out of everybody. If I was to do a top five in no particular order, but it would be Washington, Washington, Texas, Penn State, Ohio State, and Florida State. Maybe. I mean, Washington State, I think, deserves to be in that mix because I think. Yeah. Playing yeah. uh what Wisconsin and Oregon State and then even Colorado State two and two, right? They're two and two and one actually. Colorado State's got a winning record because they had a bye week week two. Um is a better resume than some of those other resumes. But and yeah. We might catch flag for not including Georgia in there, but they haven't beat anybody. Georgia and Michigan should not be in the top five because if you play fucking nobody, right? I mean Georgia beat South Carolina. That's actually better than Michigan's best win. But right. now ultimately yeah. at the end of the year, is Georgia Michigan going to be in the top five? That's yeah. a pretty good chance. Sure. Yeah. But until right now, until you go out and play a tough opponent, then then no, you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, but anyway, folks, we're, we're, we're in Laramie. We're going to go enjoy the fucking town. Got might hop on over to Cheyenne. Might go, right. might go to a rodeo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> folks. Uh, yeah. Give us a follow. We'll, we'll be back. Um, with the uh, bombs, we uh, bombs down under episode Tuesday. Uh, we're traveling tomorrow, so uh, we won't have it out on Monday like we normally do. And uh, yeah, from there we'll have week five preview and picks Wednesday night, followed by DFS show Thursday, FCS as well. And uh, yeah, we got you covered here on the College Football Experience. Give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, yeah, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store, Google play store, and come talk college football with us uh, in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. And don't forget college basketball conference preview starting this week as Noah, Noah 
doing good work there. Reminded me there. So it's all happening. All right. And, and shout out to Garrett. He goes, I expect you to be wearing cowboy hats for the next episode. Let's go. All right, folks, until next time, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.